welcome to the Profiles in Persistence show. I'm Dusty Rollins, founder and owner of Oxford Business Services. We help entrepreneurs and business owners maximize their profit and minimize their taxes. We believe there should be limits to how much the IRS can punish your success. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on this great inspirational daily podcast. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and I hope you are having a wonderful day because we have a special guest for you. His name is Tim Gosnell, owner of White Rabbit Intel. If you want to find him, you can find him at www.whiterabbitintel.com. Or if you just want to chat with him, get in contact with him and reach out, you can hit him up at Tim Gosnell at whiterabbitintel.com. How are you doing today, Tim? Doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I am good. So let's get this ball rolling. Tell me who is Tim? What is White Rabbit Intel? You know, let's just, you know, get it off and start it there. Sure. Let's make it simple. Uh, we like to take the, the complexity out of doing math. So uh, we, you know, to look, take a look at uh, who you sell to and we tell you who they actually are. So you can then turn that around and get more of those. Okay, so go pretty ahead. Simple. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying that's pretty simple. Like, oh. we we figure out who you who it is. We get you can get more of those. Sale. I like that. I like that. So, how did you come up with this idea? Because it's just like, how do you eradicate math out of the equation or use math in the equation to make something so simplistic? Well, I mean, that's the trick, right? the The whole point is to we use a lot of math, so you don't have to, mm. right? And that, you know, nobody really wants to hear the math story. That, that's the point, right? Like, who wants to hear about that? No, what you want to know is, like, how do you connect with people, right? Uh, I like to say, you know, if you were to walk down a beach and every uh, hole you see, you would dig at it and hope there's a shell, you're going to find some shells, right? Those are your sales. That's the way you need to think about it. Flipping, turning over rocks, looking for stuff underneath them, you're eventually going to find something. That's what the sales game has been. Our sales game, we say, screw that. Let's figure out where the shells are. Let's figure out what's under the rocks before you turn them over. Ooh, that sounds uh, kind of creative right there. That's something that a lot of people don't like to look at. But if they knew about it, it would help them out to be able to get straight to that source. So you sound like you are a necessity. That's the point. That's, yeah, the that's, point. that's what it sounds exactly. like to so, me. Yeah, I mean, we got into that because a bunch of salespeople started asking us about we were at a conference and they were like, hey, can you do this with like salespeople? And we we're like, what you mean, figure out who you connect with so you can figure out who those people are in, in the larger world. Like if you like football, you talk to people who like football. So when you're trying to sell them, you actually have a natural connection. Yeah, we can do that. Makes it easier. So how did you get into this? <laughs> how did that equation <laughs> apparently for yourself pop up to say, mm, yeah, yeah, let's let's do that. Uh, well, you know, uh, I just kind of like really cool, advanced technological stuff. Um, I'm not the best at them, meaning there are lots of people who are a lot smarter than me. Um, but I like to listen to that stuff and get really excited about it. And when I hear something that's really exciting, I'm like, let's make something happen with that. So how did you even get started? Like what pulled you into this world? 
Because this doesn't sound like uh, something you just do overnight, you know? Well, I mean, I started, I wrote my first game when I was 11, right? So I write, started writing code when I was a kid. Uh, and then, you know, the smart, you run into smart people, right? When you're in the coding world, you run into smart people, start listening to what they have to say. And a lot of times it's kind of interesting. Smart people, sometimes they get trapped in their own smart and they can't figure out how to like bring it to a real person. So I just try to like bring it down to that level, help them connect to that level, uh, found some other people who are like-minded, right? And that, that's what it always is though, right? always the people connecting people. So we talk about that in the numbers game, like let's get rid of sales as a numbers game. Talk about it as people being a people game, right? We put people back in salespeople. Um, and then the same thing with the software engineers, like these really heady guys that have a hard time talking to people. Well, I can help you talk to people. So personal right? connections is the game. Well, isn't everything true. True. Right? Touche, touche. So <laughs> how do you how did you step out into this? If we started off, what I heard was games like yeah. video games to one on one yeah. people sharing. Like, how does how does that crossover even happen? Oh, well, you know, coding is uh, really related to math. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and you just hang out with those people a lot. And what happens is you run into them. Right. And so then you start to hear about the really, really cool stuff, the stuff that's like super bleeding edge. That's the stuff that really floats my boat. Right. Um, when I hear people talking about stuff that like blows my mind, I'm like, wow, I got to get in that. So I heard people talk about the uh, AI stuff and just got really excited about it, kind of connected the statistics stuff out of my background and the science stuff out of my background and the coding stuff. And it like just brought it all together. Mm, so. Apparently, this isn't unknown for you because the coding, especially dealing with people, it sounds like you just kind of married the two, which yeah. turned into something. Yeah. So the question is, with that and trying to keep up with all the new things and talking to so many people, what keeps you going? How do you stay motivated in this? What is the driving factor to prepare you to say, you know what, I'm excited to do this tomorrow? Like, how does that work? Well, you know, I honestly, it's like this. If I can save you like 80% of your day, because you're a salesperson who like picks up the phone and gets hung up on or gets screamed at or they don't answer. And that's super depressing, right? At least from my point of view. So if I can help somebody not go through that pain, oh man, see that's that's the kind of stuff. Like, I don't know, I guess I've always had a little bit of a help and save people kind of complex, if that's a complex. Uh, it's just like kind of what I do. So when I get up in the morning, I think about, hey, today we're going to go like fix this part of the system because it's going to make lives better for people. That makes my day, right? Making people's lives better. Okay. So in other words, you're telling us in so many words that you're a superhero. I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay. I'm just checking, <clears throat> checking, just checking. You know, I wouldn't say that you're welcome to say whatever you will. You know, that's not my gig. I can't control you. But the point is this, you know, like if, if I can make your life better in any way, like really it, it comes down to service, right? Like it, it, that's how I look at the employees that work for me. Uh, I try to make their lives better. If I make their lives better, they help make my customers' lives better. They help make our community's lives better. So I kind of look at it as a complete picture where if I can inject a bit here, right, and that makes a, an impact, then that impact can, can spread. And man, when that happens, then it's then like that warms my heart, right? <laughs> Love to hear it. Straight trickle effect. Uh, I see where you're going there, you know? So what, with you being an entrepreneur and a business owner, 
I got to know the bad. What are the obstacles? What are the crazy things that you got to overcome? Like what what are these, you know, roadblocks that you face? Yeah, so I'd say the number one roadblock is not knowing exactly what you need to do, right? And what I mean by that is this. In, in our society, in most people's society, what happens is when you don't know what you need to do, you get in this state of mind where you start doubting, right? You start wondering, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Do Which decision do I make? And then it's like, oh, if I do that, that could leave here. You can't do that. That's something you can't do. You have to figure out how to eliminate that dialogue from your internal dialogue, right? You have to make choices and execute and then look at the results and then say, oh, that didn't work out exactly the way I wanted it to. I need to change it a little bit, right? And then try again. That's it. That's it. That's, that's the number one obstacle. But I think that's the number one obstacle in like most people's lives everywhere. So in your business, particularly, what would you say is one of your biggest challenges that you face? So in our business, particularly uh, making people understand how our stuff affects them and how it works for them. Right. Uh, when you start talking about, hey, we need your data, people start going, well, what if I don't have the right data? They actually get embarrassed about the state of their data. Oh, I didn't track that with my customers. doesn't matter. <laughs> right? Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. Cause there's always a way to improve it. And so I think that, that, you know, people come from this place where they feel like people judge them. Right. And the, our biggest challenge, because we're a new industry and we're kind of pushing the edge and people haven't traditionally tracked the things that you could get the most insights from when you run a bunch of advanced mathematics on it, it's getting them to a place that they are, that you can show them why they have to track it and what it can do for them. I like it. It just seems like everything, you're making it so simplistic. And I, I love that. Well, that's what you gotta do, right? I mean, honestly, think of it this way. We had one company who we, we ran their data. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. And um, they had been focusing for the last two years on one channel, which was like search engine optimization or something like that. And their data clearly showed that most of their business, 80% of their business came from their partnership channel. And when we showed them that those results out of processing their data, they switched their whole business to focus on the partnership stuff. They created a new division. They got rid of the people that were pushing them at SEO and they doubled their sales from 40 million to $80 million during the pandemic. Wow. That is, that is amazing. <laughs> I'm saying results like that don't lie. Right? Yeah. You can't beat you can't beat data, right? The numbers tell you. Well, and if I can give somebody that kind of increase, I'd fall in I'll love. Take it every time. Every time I'll take it. So for our young entrepreneurs, what what advice would you tell them? What advice would you give them? Because especially dealing with this pandemic and so many life changes and things that are mm -hmm. just coming at us, how do you stay grounded? And how would you tell anyone that's listening or out there how they stay grounded and stay, you know, dedicated to their purpose or whatever they want to do when it comes to business or entrepreneurship? Number one, and I actually just posted this comment on LinkedIn, <laughs> is this, you have to keep your own counsel. Okay. So make the choices that are the ones you can see that are in front of you, because only you can see them from the perspective that you see them. The more you ask other people for those, for ideas on how to do that, the more confused you're going to get. 
and the more indecisive you're going to get. And I will tell it, say it this way. Indecision is disintegration. I like that. I like that. I like that. Indecision so, is disintegration. That's the, that's the a jewel of wisdom I got from one of my mentors, and I use it all the time. I like that. I like that. So you can always change your decision. You can always make a new decision. But if you choose not to decide, you're letting those opportunities float away. Makes sense. It makes sense. So with white with white rabbit, ah, I cannot speak white rabbit intel. What, yeah. What's the plans for the future? Do we have any special things happening that you're willing to tell us something that, you know, is about to come up that's huge or something we don't know that you want to let us know, like, you know, let us in a little bit. Yeah, well, we have a whole bunch of really cool um, stuff that we're doing that's going to help people understand how their best customers are their best customers, what who those people are, why they are that, and then how that relates back to these people that I was telling you we help you find, right? So we help you find who, who your best customers are and then find people that are like that, but why? And so we have a few things on the horizon, kind of the near horizon about showing you that in a visual form. Um, We've got a couple of really cool uh, enhancements to our platform right now. But honestly, the thing I'm most excited about is we actually just released a standard development kit, which may not mean much to many of your customers, but it will to, or many of your listeners, excuse me, uh, but it will mean something to anybody who codes. And that kind of is a really cool thing. When you give a coders an opportunity to use a platform like ours, well, now you kind of open the door to see what they can do with it, right? Yet again, just kind of giving it up, saying, hey, get out there and see what you can do. Um, and, you know, I'm super excited to see what those creative minds in the world will look at our product and what we, what our products can do and say, oh, I can do something really cool with that, right? Far beyond what I can imagine. Wow. So you guys heard that's, the that is, that's something to where if we got any coders out there that are listening or anybody right white rabbit intel might be where it's at for you so uh tim i just want to say i appreciate your time and i just want to let everybody know white rabbit intel.com is where you can find him and if you need to reach out to him contact him you have any questions please feel free to hit him up at tim.gosnell at white rabbit intel.com tim i appreciate your time Dusty Rollins here. Thank you so much for listening to Profiles in Persistence. If you're a successful business owner or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit thetaxcure.com slash podcast slash apply. And if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Profiles in Persistence. I love seeing your posts and your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes and go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, www.thetaxcure.com, 
or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.